Aren't you glad to know that God won't hold you accountable for what he doesn't give you? That God won't hold you accountable for a gift that he didn't grace you with? That God won't judge you on somebody else's scorecard? It said that he gave one guy five. That's you. He gave the other guy two, and he gave Joel one. Each according to his ability. You know how last week I was preaching, and I apologized to that man that was lying on the mat. Now I feel like I owe an apology to this parable because I always understood that to mean that what God does through my life is not up to me. And even the way I would teach it, when I used to teach it, I would say, Some of you are five talent people. Some are two, and some are one. Just do the best you can with what you got, and God will understand. It is great, but it's not great, because it's not what the text says. It's what I want to believe, because that's convenient. Well, God, I'm just not good at that. Well, Lord, you just had not given me those gifts. Well, God, if you'd have given me the opportunity or the exposure, well, I'd totally do that. But I'm just a two-talent preacher. That's my excuse when I start seeing other people that are doing better than me and helping more people than me. Well, I'm a two-talent. He's five-talent. I'm two. It's all right. You understand what it's like to be a two-talent guy? Mike? You know, she's got stuff you don't have. It's just the way it is. Nothing you can do about that, except it didn't say according to the master's choice. It said, according to the servant's ability. Now, hold on, because ability is something that I play a part in. Y'all didn't catch it. I'm going to come to the intelligent side of the room. It said, according to his ability. Now, there are certain abilities that you and I don't have. I might not have an ability that you have, and you might not have an ability that I have, so we could talk about that. But one thing that we all have is the ability to grow the ability that we've been given. I'm going to come to the center. It's possible that you are underestimating what you can do with your opportunity. I told our staff, we underestimate what we could do with the opportunity we don't have. Let me just make sure I say this right. I think I screwed it up. I'm going to start all over. We overestimate what we would do with the opportunity that we don't have, and we underestimate what we could do with the opportunity we do have if we would grow in it. So, so what I'm trying to say is that when the master was giving assignments, and you need to know this because God wants to entrust you with his wealth. God wants to entrust you with his treasure. God wants to entrust you with, with opportunities to glorify him. God wants to entrust you with his mission. God wants to entrust you with his priorities. And how much you can have depends on how much you can handle. And how much you can handle depends on how much you want to grow in the abilities that God gave you and how much you want to see them come to maturity so you can be all God called you to be. 
So I'm confronting an assumption that God decides what he's going to do with your life because it looks like to me these servants had a pretty big choice in the matter. Well, if God wants to grow the church, he'll grow the church. Bull. God wants to grow the church. That's settled. If he didn't, there wouldn't have been a perfect lamb hanging on a cross. He wouldn't have gone through the charade of giving his son to plant the church if he didn't want the church to grow and touch the world. So quit talking about if God was able. It's are we able to stretch out and build what he started and finish what he initiated? Do we want it is the question. So, so, so you can grow. Touch somebody. Say you can grow. You can grow. You you can get smarter. You can read books. You can take training. You can be interested in stuff. You can get a mentor. You can get better. 